Welcome to another magical dreaming episode of the Sleep is Para podcast with my friend Tai. Before you take a listen, if you are enjoying the show and have not subscribed to it yet, click subscribe to make sure every episode arrives in your inbox with a reminder. Tyrone Eric Brown is a dream time and mindfulness coach and the creator of the Activated Dreamer Masterclass. In the past, Tyrone was a stuntman, co-founded a non-profit called Awakening Through Art and founded a mindfulness app. Tyrone has a combined 30 years of studies in yoga, meditation, mindfulness, energy medicine, shamanism and dreams which he now teaches students around the world on how to use their dreams as a transformational tool to overcome life challenges, gain clarity and manifest their biggest waking dreams. In this episode we're talking about how to transform yourself using your dreams and why are dreams important should we look up the meaning of dream symbols online or in a book and is this even necessary what is the core of dream interpretation and you hear so much about manifestation is manifestation something powerful and our dreams possibly a way of manifesting what we vision for ourselves how can you use your own dreams to enrich your life make it more vibrant and create that space where you live your actual dream stay tuned i've got several episodes coming up on this magical world of dreams nightmare decoding dreams and this all coming up in future episodes it's episode 53 it's awesome to find five star ratings and reviews by new listeners here's one from sandeep titled good effort deepa much needed for all he says excellent show much needed for anyone who suffers from sleep related issues it is a most essential one which every human body needs to rejuvenate mind and body on a daily basis also one more important benefit for having a good sleep is that we regain the energy lost from a tiring day thanks sandeep now take a listen to the magical episode with tai Welcome to the Sleep Whisperer podcast. I'm your host Deepa. Join me and my many expert guests and medical professionals from the cutting edge science of functional medicine of the West and ancient wisdom of the East. Learn all about how to discover your root causes of poor sleep and understand the proper tools and techniques to end your confusion and begin getting a good night's sleep. It's time to regain hope and begin your sleep journey with the Sleep Whisperer podcast. Tyrone, welcome to the Sleep Whisperer podcast. It's been such a soul connection. I did tell you this. I could just sense intuitively that somewhere there is some karmic connection between us because it happened so quickly. Um, and today we are actually going to talk about because you speak about dreams being used um, for transformation. which was really a pr- brilliant concept to me and uh, you're a dream time coach mindfulness coach you've had a combined experience of 30 years in yoga just like me and energy healing and uh, uh, so much more and uh, i think um, there's too much for me to actually go into um, but I would like to talk about how can we use our dreams to transform ourselves is it connected in any way to what is known as manifestation where we can try and work towards what we vision for ourselves um but beautiful thailand behind you and mm. that breathtaking jungle and i know you've been there for a little while um i must ask you though that when you talk about the shamanic um, you have some experience in that magical world what actually uh, drew you towards these these and you know, synergetic symbolic worlds of energy yoga and dreams 
and also how did you end up in thailand because such a magical place in itself mm, sure and yeah diva thanks for having me here and i love the connections even down to the tibetan flags that we both had in our backgrounds yes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, so how I ended up on this journey and studying energy healing and shamanism and doing the dream work, um, and just in a nutshell, as far as the dream work goes specifically, ever since I was a kid, I think maybe around four or five is the earliest memory I've had as a kid of dreams, but I do remember dreams always being something that caught my attention. Mm. I didn't have anyone around to discuss it with or that was talking about it, but within my own head as a kid, it was something that I always was aware of. When I was 14, I'm 41 now recording this, but when I was 14, those numbers switched. Uh, when I was 14, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I just stumbled upon an esoteric store that had things I hadn't been exposed to, like uh, dreams and personal development books, spirituality books. And I discovered a dream book there. And that really just opened my mind as a 14 year old kid that there is actually something to dreams. Actually, so I, I was just excited and, uh, you know, get chills even talking about that, about that moment of what that was like to discover that this is actually something to this, to this world of dreams. Um, so from that point on, I actively began, began working with my dreams and, and studying my dreams and, and revealing information from my dreams at an early age. Uh, then the energy healing stuff, I was just, you know, working, you know, just random jobs, you know, I was a stunt man on the side of working some full-time jobs. I've been all over the place. And I was just doing a corporate job at the time when I just hit this frustration point or what some people call the tipping point. I'm just, I just had enough of just doing these jobs that I didn't really enjoy at all just for the purpose of making a living. And so what stood out to me in that moment of frustration, it was like a moment of deep frustration and anger even and, and confusion from that place, I started having flashes in my mind's eye of experiences I had since childhood that were unexplainable to me. You know, like when you feel someone's going to call or you dream mm -hmm. of someone, you see them the next day, but you hadn't seen them in years. Little things like that started flashing in my mind's eye. Just all these experiences I had that were outside of normal reality. So at that point on, I started, I just researched online reading about different religions and spirituality and just learning as much as I could uh, to see what is this other world that we experience in our dreams and in this other world outside of outside of the the construct we or the, the system that we put in place in the western world there was definitely something below the surface and that led me into the path of energy healing shamanism and where I am today so tell me about shamanism. What, where did you actually, um, was, was there any sort of, did you have a guide? What is it about? Because I know that our listeners would love to actually know. But what uh, my experience with shamanism was just at one of my trainings, we had a certain uh, um, symbolic animal representations and how if you were to visualize a um, specific animal in your dream or just thought about it, how there's certain deep uh, characteristic traits which maybe you need to think about. So tell us a little bit about shamanism itself. Mm, yeah, so I studied shamanism, funny enough, in San Francisco in a city. Mm. Most people don't associate shamanism with cities. Usually, you know, you go to South America, you go to some, you know, somewhere in the jungle and you learn. Um, yeah. So for me, I discovered, a, I think it's called like the Foundations of Sacred Stream was a, the group there run by two women, amazing healers, um, you know, from psychological uh, training to teaching uh, practitioners on, on hypnosis, just a really wonderful place. And they had a shamanism program. And so I just dove into that and learned similar thing you did. You know, learning to connect with animals, spirit animals, like Native Americans and talk about spirit animals mm. or spirits. And um, it's beyond just that. But really the core of it is, is from my understanding of what a shamanism, shamanism, what shamanism is, is, or someone that is a shaman, you know, that considers themselves that is going, seeing beyond this, this, this world that we, perceive gathering information and bringing it back that might just be as simple as you go to sleep and you have a dream and you learn something 
and you share that with a friend who also benefits from the lesson you learned in your dream. You were just shaman in that moment. Now, not to, you know, a lot of times in the spiritual world, the word shaman is thrown around a lot, so I don't use it anywhere. Um, but essentially, that is that. You go to sleep, you dream, you're bringing back information. When you learn how to use that information, you're, you're doing the what a shaman does in tribal cultures. Oh, beautiful, Ty. I must share before we get into our dream conversation that um, there's a friend of mine who's very dear to me and I, we've adopted each other's uh, siblings and I'm, I feel that he's my brother from some strange lifetime. Last night, I had a dream that he had sent me an email uh, with an update about his health and asking me, um, have you got my mail and have you checked that uh, my health is not perfect? And this morning, he sends an actual message saying my wife and I are both unwell today. And then I told him about this dream and he was just taken aback and he said, wow. Uh, so do you feel that there is the space of uh, some level of intuition that plays a part in dreams? Yeah, well, what a cool story that that happened the same day. Exactly. It was spooky exactly for me. It was spooky for me because yeah. when I sat down and I said, here I'm going to be interviewing Tyrone about dreams. And how did this happen just last night? So let's talk about why are dreams important? And does, as I said, does intuition uh, come into peak at you through your dreams? Yeah. So yeah, intuition. And, and one thing, just a quick side note on intuition, because it, like you said, it's spooky when those things happen. And I hear that a lot. You know, I had a student that uh, had a similar experience. She had a dream of a bowl and inside the bowl were pendants, like necklace pendants, but they were roses. They were gold, little gold roses, mm. a bowl of them. the next day she wakes up and a friend FaceTime video calls her who she hadn't spoke to in a long time and is wearing one of the gold pendants from her dream the very day. She wow. sent a screenshot from of her FaceTime and sent it to me right away and saying that it was she was freaked out and excited by it. Um, and so yes, intuition does play a role because what happens when we're asleep is that our, our conscious or conscious guards are down, like of how we perceive and what we know reality to be. It's like our, our mental chatter even is quieter like after meditation when you're asleep these things quiet the mind when you quiet the mind you can tap into the more subtle realm which would be like the, the what psychics are able to do or mm. intuition does when you quiet the mind you can hear your inner voice that's intuition and so yes in the dream space it happens a lot because we're in that that deep place of rest and quiet mind and uh, Ty, I think, you know, when you spoke about that, what my mind went to instantly was in today's modern world, where sometimes uh, people think that they want to be doing, doing, doing something all the night, uh, all the time, there's a restless energy to everything that they do. But um, now you seem to have given us some sense of purpose that if we actually slow down that chatter and quieten that monkey mind that it's, it can even benefit us personally because then we start to tap into these subtle areas and maybe they guide us towards something which is a greater vision for ourselves. Um, so why are our dreams important in your mind? Yeah, so yeah, in my mind, and just, just before I share my mind, like the, the mainstream like psychological view on dreams is that's a way for the mind to clear and process information, basically. Mm. But it's way more than that. There's way more to it than that. Um, because I've used my dreams, not myself. I mean, not only myself, but I have verified by my own practice that dreams are, are guiding us all the time. It's like, uh, sometimes I reference, it's like getting a cheat code for life. You know, it's like you oh. go to sleep, mm. if you, you get some information. Sometimes it's direct and sometimes it needs to be interpreted. But that information is there to show you what your predominant thought patterns and beliefs are. So your dreams are showing you what your predominant and, and, and basically your beliefs that are running in the background all the time, which you might be aware of them. And some of them you might not be aware, but right. it's showing you what your, 
what your beliefs are, basically. Mm. Usually because we need to uh, look at those beliefs and probably form a new healthier belief because a lot of us have, you know, limiting beliefs and fear-based beliefs and I'm not enough beliefs, really any and everything that's, that is not an expression of the fullness of who you are is going to show up in your dreams to bring attention to it, to help you become more of the fullness of who you really are, which is really limitless. It's empowered. It's confident. It's tapped into your intuition. Um, you know, all, all the good things that we all strive for. Uh, dreams are showing you that. Wow. Uh, and in fact, I think on some level, we all probably have that feeling of we are not enough in something, either in our relationships or with our work or with how we look. I mean, there could be so many areas to that. Have you ever come across someone who's had a dream where it has guided them towards making a change where it's shown them what you exactly told me that uh, guidance that they're not enough and how have they used that information to actually transform themselves? Yeah, actually one comes to mind and that was uh, a student who had a dream that, uh, that she was standing in front of a mirror and when she, in the mirror, she didn't look like herself. She looked like a version of herself that that wasn't ideal to her mm. you know, and the little little things that she picked out about herself mm. showed up more extreme like a caricature yeah in the dream mm. it was amplified so she could really see the distortion in the the perception of herself mm. she then later has another dream where she sees herself as the most beautiful version of herself Wow. which also comes in with your light shining through it expresses and shows up in your physical form too. And so the contrast of those two dreams uh, just brought her attention to the subtle mind and throughout the day, how am I thinking about myself? You know, I might have had this habitual thought about myself for so long that I don't notice it very much because it's just part of my monkey mind. It's, it's always running. So it brought more attention to that and thus brought her more and to recognize her, her beauty that's already here. So Ty, tell me, if, let's say that most often, maybe it's not even us who we feel we're not enough. Sometimes we have people around us. I know a lot of people where their spouses are making constant remarks, belittling them or how can they actually, I know this is a little off topic here, but I want to quickly grab your amazing advice as to, let's say someone is in a situation where they're constantly being told that they're not enough. Um, how could they actually um, maybe use their mindfulness practices or dreams to um, feel better about themselves, even if they're going to continue to be in this situation where they're being told they're not enough. Yeah, it's really just need to get put as much positive information to counter any of that negative input that's coming in. So you know, it might even be just like journaling. What are the mm. things about you that you love? You know, you, a lot of us have heard about this, but it actually works. It may sound yes. cheesy, but you just take the time to do it. You see that you'll feel shifts in your body. Yes. Uh, so just journaling um, the things you love about yourself, the things you're grateful for, like making that like a, a it could be a practice before going to bed or when starting your day or both. It's a good way to start and end your day. What am mm -hmm. I grateful for? What do I appreciate about myself and my, my world? And then as far as the input coming from someone else, negative input, um, knowing that that's actually a projection of themselves. Anytime we mm -hmm. point out something other, let's say it's when you point, yeah there's every time you point there's three fingers pointing back at yourself yes. and that is that is it's it still can be a challenge to to not take on what others are saying but just to keep going back to that memory okay they have some wound within themselves to project mm -hmm. it on me it doesn't justify it but that's what's happening let me just not even focus on that one percent of negative input i'm getting and just look at the other 99 percent of positive things in my life so profoundly sensitive, Ty. Um, mm -hmm. And I know with our dreams that I myself go through this many times that um, there are sometimes you have, you know that you've had these profoundly vivid dreams, but then 
based on the time that you wake up, sometimes you don't remember it at all. And you, you're itching to remember it because you know that you had some amazing um, vision within that space. Any um, idea on how we can actually help ourselves to remember, recall those dreams in a way that we might use them for transforming ourselves? Yeah, sure. And you might hear some new insects. They come <laughs> when the wind blows, certain insects start to make noise. Uh, yeah, so just as we all breathe, we all dream. We just don't always remember them. Um, so there are some tips that can help you to start bringing back that dream recall. Uh, and I'll just briefly just skim over them. Um, one of them is simply having a dream journal. And I usually like to recommend a dedicated dream journal because you might already have a journal. Right. But when you have a dedicated dream journal and you put that by your bed, you're, it's going to be a physical trigger that you're going to see either consciously or subconsciously. It's going to register. Okay, there's my dream journal. That's right. I'm going to start journaling my dreams. So mm -hmm. just that alone can, can bring re dream recall. Setting intention every night before you go to bed with an ease and looseness around it. Just like, all right, I, I love remembering my dreams and journaling them when I wake up. Something as simple as that. Just keep setting that intention and they will come back. And once they come back, they'll, they'll be there for you. Mm. Uh, another thing is, you know, substances like alcohol, drugs. So you know, if you're having a glass of wine every night before bed, it's possible that that's, in, that's blocking your or reducing your REM sleep, which mm. is your rapid eye movement, the time when we're dreaming. Yeah. So there have been studies done at this place called the dreams and nightmares lab the actual mm -hmm. place I don't wow. know if still right, but the this, name is quite, quite i intense. haven't actually heard of this at all this is the first time yeah. i'm hearing about that yeah and i'm not sure if it's still operating but yeah the dreams and nightmares lab did some research on substances and found that that alcohol mm. for example uh cuts down on your rem sleep and then what will happen is when you finally get some dreams maybe in the later part of the night call what's called REM rebound, where you just might get a, a, a hard hit of intense dreams, often nightmares when mm. those dreams come back. Um, why that happens, it's, it's not known, but taking a break on substances, let the dreams come back. Yeah. You know, giving some more space before the, the wine, <laughs> before bed. Uh, other thing is dream herbs. Also the Greek word for that is onerogens. Ooh. And that, breaks down to oneros, which means dreams, and gen is to create. So herbs that create dreams. Sir. Um, some of them are just simple herbs that help you to relax before bed, like chamomile tea. Oh, nice. That just helps you to relax. Again, the monkey mind. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, you like it to remember your dreams. Right. Uh, also one called Wayusa. Wayusa is another tea you can find at most health food stores, maybe even at grocery stores these days but Wayusa tea and that that has a cool story to it I'll just briefly touch on it there was the Ashwar people in Ecuador Ecuador who I think I mentioned earlier mm. they, they're known as a dreaming culture and they were looking for an herb to help them recall their dreams even more and so one night a pair of Ashwar twins had an identical dream Mm. This identical dream happened to the twins for the purpose of the universe, whatever you want to call it, uh, confirming this information by you, two people had the same experience. So these two twins had a dream and they were shown in their dream that the Wayusa plant, which was native to their area, would help them with their dream recall. So from that point forward to this day present, they're still a dreaming culture to this day. And every morning they drink Wayusa tea to... In the morning, they drink it to help them with their dream recall later in the evening. Wow. How do you spell that type? Wayusa. I'll do my best. It, it starts with the G-U-G-Y-A. Ah. Mm. Yeah. Wayusa. Um, try, try, try something around there. Okay. And the search engine <laughs> these days, been, it's like they read your mind. They know what okay. you're looking for. Okay. Wayusa. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, so those are just some tips to remember your dreams. 
Lovely. And in fact, it's the first time I'm hearing about herbs to trigger this. I've never heard of this before. So I actually, I'm going to bombard myself now with your dream journal and the herbs and see what happens with my dreams. Mm, Um, So um, can you tell me whether, um, you know, I see a lot of people and I've actually never believed this, but I don't know what to get your thoughts that when you have a dream and then there's so much information, whether it's on the internet or sites which talk about symbolism and there's, uh, so people say, oh, if you have dreams of water, it symbolizes prosperity. If you visualize a snake, then it might be spiritual awakening. So there's so much of information out there, but um, is that consistent for everybody? What I'm asking is if we have dreams, should we be looking up what they symbolize or is that unique and specific to each one of us? I'm glad you brought that up because this is my main topic. Right oh, now, lovely. the are very loud. Can you still hear me? Okay. <laughs> I love them. They just want okay. to be, maybe they're sharing some information from the shamanic world for us. You know, sometimes there's sound. If you just sit and close your eyes and meditate to the sound, it's, yeah. it's quite an experience. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, we were, where were we just now? About the, symbolism. Do Should symbolism. we be looking at them up? Is it unique or is it? Um, yeah, it is unique to us. And so this is the main topic that I talk about. And for I have a four-week program. Uh, It's a self-study program, and I encourage all the students for that four-week period of time to not challenge themselves, to not look up a symbol online, to not go to a dream dictionary or to do any research online of what a symbol meant, and to just uh, do this, what I call a self-empowered dream interpretation. And everything in our dreams is a reflection of ourselves right? in a nutshell. So we just learn and practice to look at each aspect of a dream, a person, a place, a thing, whatever it is in the dream, anything that's in your dream is referred to as a dream symbol. So we look at the different dream symbols for ourselves and and think, okay, what feelings did I have in the dream? Because the feeling is the healing. Mm. It doesn't matter so much, as much what the dream looks like. It's more of what feeling does that dream evoke for you? Right. I must share one more uh, dream with you, Ty, and get your thoughts on what it means. So I went through about a decade of immense challenges brought on by various um, situations in life. I mean, we don't need to go into that, but it put me into this state of deep financial debt for a very long time. And we really struggled a lot. It was extremely challenging, even for my relationship with my husband, because it puts a lot of stress when you're suddenly having these piles of debt. Um, And recently, um, suddenly, it was almost magical how certain things happened and everything resolved itself in a space of one month. And then Uh, There was some news that we received, which is really very, very exciting. And um, I had a dream that I was a bird and I was soaring up into the sky and I was flying higher and higher. And I didn't look up what it meant. But to me personally, I felt as if it was finally I didn't feel weighed down and I was feeling light and free and I felt this was my time to soar and take off so I don't know what would you say that meant yeah beautiful dream uh just yeah smile from ear to ear hearing dreams (laughs) like that um yeah so that was a time you said there was a financial thing happening and and you were you were seeing this dream as it's a time to soar and take off Yes. And, and then going to the feeling of that dream. Again, I mentioned the feeling is the healing. Feeling is also in the case like this, where it's like you're in this place of moving forward towards more abundance uh, financially, uh, that the feeling is also the, the breadcrumb, the clue towards what feelings you need to practice feeling throughout mm. your day possible, because that's what's going to create that reality you're, you're moving towards so that, that 
new fulfilled desire. Um, so that feeling, you said you felt the feeling when you were flying, how free you felt. Yes. You can now in your waking life, this is how you start to use your dreams as transformation. First, just letting them collect dust in your journal. Mm. You write, write down the dream, write down the message and put the message somewhere. You're going to see it throughout the day, every day to help reprogram. Cause now every time you see that message, you can go back into that dream, close your eyes just for a moment and feel that feeling and see yourself flying. What does that feel like? And just feeling that as often as possible, because it's the like vibration attracts like vibration. Like right. when you, uh, I'm kind of on a little rant right now, but like if you spill your smoothie, you know, on accident, and you get really angry and upset about it. And then you turn around to clean it up and you, you stub your toe on the mm, chair. Yes. And then you know, often people say things happen in threes when that happens. Yeah. But really, if you were to spill your smoothie and like, oh, all right, and just laugh at it. I'm like, yes. okay, I'll clean it up. I'll make a new one. Oh, I'm out of bananas. I'll go get some more. No problem. Mm. And now you're positive vibration. Nice. Frequency. And yes. that is now just going to continue to create experiences. You're going to continue to create experiences that maintain that, that feeling. Uh, I kind of went off to the side a little bit there. It's, it's a lot to cover for hours, just that alone. But I just wanted to briefly touch on that. Um, and so that dream, I see it the same way you saw it. It's, it's, it's just that. Beautiful. In fact, when you just told me, close your eyes and try to experience that feeling again, I, I had this shiver go up my spine and I got goosebumps in that few seconds where you mentioned that when I closed my eyes. And yeah, I think we should probably, what you're telling me, which I haven't done is to take these clues from the dreams and actually try and use them in ways which helps me to transform, which is what you speak a lot about. Uh, but can you share us some example of how you might have used a dream to help with transformation? Okay, I had you on mute. Sure. So uh, yeah, I'll share one. It's actually similar to a dream you just shared, um, where I was in a place of wanting to step into more of my life's work and also into more abundance simultaneously, you know, abundance into the life's work that I want to do versus not want to do. And so there was a series of dreams for years pointing me in the, in the same direction. But this one particular dream, there was uh, a big hill, almost like a ramp. Mm. And I was standing on top of it, looking down, there was a gap, there was a, some water and I had to jump over the water from way above and land in the soft sand. And I had to keep doing this. I was practicing this. So I kept doing this in the dream. But each time I was about to jump, I felt fear. Mm. But I was aware in the dream that despite this fear, I need to jump anyway. So each time I would jump despite the fear, not letting fear hold me back. Then mm. a, a few moments later in the dream, now I'm at the bottom of the hill or the ramp. And I'm, there's a, I have a dog on a leash. And the dog is super happy. Its tongue is out of its mouth and it starts running as fast as it can. As if you've ever seen a dog when it's in its pure joy, which is most yeah. of the time, mm. it's just running. Its tongue is out. It's drooling. It's so excited. And I can't stop it because I'm holding it. So it's just taking off. There's nothing I can do. And here we go. We're heading up to the top of this large hill ramp. And I'm thinking, oh, no, what? I, I just had this fear of like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? And then the dog launches off and I can't help but go with it. And I land on a blank canvas. Mm. This is like classic white stretched canvas, but it was maybe about, uh, maybe about 50 meters by 50 meters squared or, you know, something like that. Very giant. I can see that in my eyes now, just looking around and seeing this blank canvas. And then I stood up after landing and I thought, oh, that wasn't so bad. I'm okay. So that was the dream. And so what was happening there, I was taking these little practice leaps by leaping, uh, by not letting fear hold me back. And those can be anything in life where we feel fear, but something we want to do, but we do it anyway. Right. Would show me that. Now taking this really big leap into the things that I fully want to do in the most fulfilling way is by following my joy. The dog for me was representing my joy because- mm. That's what I personally see a dog like that. That's just what comes to mind for me. It's like, that is just pure joy. So guided 
by my joy, pulled by my joy, taking the leap into the unknown, to the blank canvas to create whatever you want. Wow. And you're going to be okay. Beautiful. Yeah. You're and supporting. it's about taking that leap of faith. Uh, That's it. Just, yeah, beautiful. That's so amazing. And Ty, I know we, um, I mean, I can't believe so much time has gone by because it's been so interesting, but I want to talk a little bit about what is called manifestation out there in the world. And there's so much talk about manifestation in the sense of visualizing what you'd actually like to have happen in your life. And then the chances of it happening are so much greater. Um, do you feel there's some areas of intersection or overlap between this concept of manifestation and um, how you use your dreams to fulfill your vision and transform yourself? Yes, 100%. So using dreams as a transformational tool, you know, to overcome any mental blocks, channel challenges, even physical health, you get guidance around that. So overcoming things, dreams are there showing you what you know, limiting beliefs you have, dreams are there, but also on the manifestation side of things. So dreams are there to help you to heal, transform, but also to help you create the life you wanna create, whatever that is. That's also showing up in our dreams. And again, like the dream you had, feeling the feeling of flying. Okay, let me feel that feeling of flying throughout my mm. waking day, that's gonna help me manifest. Uh, because in manifestation, the visualization that you mentioned, so a lot of people will, will, are aware of these um, like guided meditations to help you visualize. But, and some of them do cover this, but one of the important pieces that is often missed, it's coming up more and more, people are catching on to it. But it's, it's not just the visualization, but it's feeling. And mm. uh, I, a, a word I made up is just called feelization. So mm. <laughs> sit down and, and do a feelization of, of what you want to create. Lovely. It's the same as the way a dream works. So I mentioned the imagery of the dream is just there to evoke the feeling from within. So when you want to manifest something, you want to visualize it and use that imagery to of being in a beautiful place in the jungle or by the sea or or creating doing the work you want to do and helping other people, whatever it is, seeing that and then what does it feel like to know that you're there there already to Feel the feeling of that vision realized already. Lovely. That's the feeling that is going to draw you towards those things and synchronicities in life. They're going to bring that into your experience. So do you suggest a practice before you fall asleep? Something which helps you to enter that still state of mind where you're more likely to dream and remember your dream. Do you... Uh, advise the people you coach to do something before they sleep? Yeah, what can be really helpful is a meditation. So, you know, e even a 10-minute meditation before bed, setting up, setting mm. up before you lay down. So setting up 10-minute meditation helps clear the monkey mind, helps bring it down. And that's going to just, uh, just help you to have even better sleep for one, more likely to remember your dreams for two, more likely to have, uh, you know, uh, just just to be aware of your dreams. You might even become lucid after just practicing quieting the mind before bed, just because you're just going to, it just makes you more aware. Um, see, where else was I going to go there? Uh, but, but that's the gist of it. I would just say a little meditation is, is helpful. Then of course the dreamers. And every time you say something, Ty, I have 10 more questions running in my mind. Um, I want to ask you, though, that is there, um, do you guide people through meditation, which um, helps them to enter that state? Yeah, I do, either with one-on-one -on -one sessions or, um, yep, and uh, or if I occasionally do a live version of my class. Uh, I'm not sure if I'll have one anytime soon. Right now, it's self-study. But even with the self-study course, you have access to myself via a chat. So you have access to myself, the instructor, as you go through the self-study course. Um, and I do uh, do a weekly for my students in the self-study course. Every month, there's an opportunity to hop on a live Q&A with me. And yeah, we do do a short little guided meditation. We set an intention and an wow. invocation. How lovely, Ty. Mm. Um, do you have any 
information for us. I know this is deeply individual, but can you share a little information on what dreams symbolize some general, some beautiful um, dreams that you've had or maybe your students have had, which just gives us some insight into symbolism? Yeah, some, yep, some, some, let's see, I've got, got some, quite a bit to scan. Um, yeah, so dream is symbolism, and let's just pick one, trying to find one that's just a little different than what we shared already. Um, okay, yeah, here's one. And so in this dream, there was a lioness, big, beautiful mm. lioness, mm. inside of a cage. Oh. But the cage door was open for this lioness. And so in observing this lioness, you could see, but why isn't the lioness walking out of the cage? Mm. Why is the lioness just staying in the cage when she could walk out? And so in the dream, as everything is a reflection of yourself, you don't only look at the lioness, you look at the cage too. Hmm. I am the cage as well. Like we are the cage that limit ourselves as well. So in that dream, here's this cage, but this beautiful lioness, what does this beautiful lioness represent? Well, again, I say to me, it might be different for you, but for me in this dream, the lioness represented my power. I see this as a big, beautiful, power, powerful uh, creature. Mm. And to me, the lioness represents my inner power. At that time, I was holding back my inner power. You know, Marianne Williamson has one of that, that famous quote about basically our greatest fear is that we're uh, powerful beyond measure. Yes. And so holding our power back. So in that dream, holding my power back, but I, I could just let myself be free. There's nothing actually, there's no cage. There's no actual cage holding mm. me back. Um, so that dream just brought, brought to my awareness, like how can I in my day just be more aware of when I'm holding myself back? Just literally just bringing attention to it. Sometimes that alone will bring wow. the awareness that mm. starts to loosen and dissolve that issue. Ty, I must share this with you that I can feel myself uh, holding back uh, in the presence of certain people or in certain situations. And then I, I know very well uh, when in the presence of certain other people, I feel as if my inner power is just unleashed and I have this amazing um, capability, which is and I, what, I don't know if it's the right thing to do, but I find myself staying away from the situations and the people where I feel I'm holding myself back. And I know a lot of people say otherwise, that you shouldn't do that, you should be indifferent. I just feel that that blocks me completely. Uh, and um, almost, I mean, this dream for me was so, it, touched my heart because I feel that way so many times and yet I also know when I've unleashed that energy and I know that potent energy is there within me but it can only be unleashed in the presence of certain people. Thanks for sharing that fear with with all of us you know that hear this because uh, I know more than more than not, most of us can relate to this. And, and yeah, it's like, you know, we don't have to force ourselves, but it is good to look at those things. Like, why am I not wanting to go to this or to see these people? Uh, where is it coming from? Is it just really, I just want to just stay in and have a night to myself? Or is there some resistance? If there's some resistance, then okay, let's look at that. And a good question to ask is, what would I need to believe is true? What would I need to believe is true in order to have this, this fear of going out or being social or being around people, whatever the fear is or the worry is, what would I need to believe is true to think that I have to worry about this, to have fear around this and just journaling what comes up and see what comes up. Well, maybe I'd have to believe that I'm going to be judged. Maybe I'd have to believe that I'm not as good as other people. Maybe I have to believe. So you just write down what you would have to believe in order to to make that true. And then once you just bring attention to that, what you would have to believe, you see that it's actually not true. And again, that in itself can, can help that, that to start to dissolve. Uh, and then, you know, just taking that leap, it, despite the fear. 
And what if this the, that cage which you mentioned is actually symbolic of a specific person in your life who makes you feel that you cannot unleash that? And you said a fear around a specific person, yeah? Yes. Yeah, so it really, that's why I think journaling is so good because mm. otherwise we just try to think about these things in our head. But when you put it on paper, it's almost like it, diminishes some of the power of these thoughts and beliefs because we can see it on paper plus we can see all of our thoughts about it on one page usually and that in itself you can start to gain some insight um but you know if it's if you're able to not have to, if you don't have to spend time with that person then it's just choosing who we spend time with yeah curate our environment you know, yeah. they say that you are the product of the top five people you spend your time with yes so it's it's just really, we're not going to make everyone happy. We might have some friends fall off, but if, if it's not healthy for us, we just need to just spend less time with those people. Um, that, that's one thing, removing yourself. And the other thing, if you can't, for example, maybe it's a job that you need to work and they're there too. Well, it's just, it's just finding your ways to navigate it. Um, it, it. It's really just what solutions can I come up with? Like, okay, it's someone at my job and I, so I can't just leave this job right now actually like this job. So how can I deal with this? Well, I could actually just tell this person if there's something about this person that's actually offensive, I could just tell them and, and just be bold and brave and just tell them like, Hey, you know, from an, uh, it's a nonviolent communication kind of way. You know, it's like, I just wanted to bring this to your attention that, you know, when you give me a task, it, it comes off like this and it actually makes me feel like this. You know? mm. So just speaking, which again, that takes taking a leap um, and just speaking to other you know, other people around you, uh, maybe seeing if you can get a desk change, a department change. It's just looking for solutions. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Beautiful time. I know we are almost out of our time. I wish we had more time, but uh, any final words that you'd like to share regarding dreams, symbolism, anything before we get to the end of our show? Yeah, I just like to encourage everyone, if you don't have a dream journal, to just go get one. It doesn't have to be fancy. It can just be any notebook and put that by your bed and start journaling your dreams. Even if you don't understand them right now, start journaling them and just look at them as a reflection of you and see what comes up. Because our dreams are hidden with, they, our dreams are full of hidden gems, yes. little gemstones of wisdom. And then whatever wisdom you can gain from your dream, like take it down as a note, put it on your phone as a reminder, have it repeat every day, um, write it down somewhere you're going to see it on your mirror, wherever it is, just immerse yourself in that guidance you're getting from your dreams and just watch the transformation that happens. Beautiful, Ty, and as testimony to our soul connection, I'm going to get myself a dedicated dream journal tonight. Um, uh, Ty, we have a mantra on our show, and I'd like you to complete it for us as well. If sleep is the new medicine, then how would Tyrone complete this for us? If sleep is the new medicine then I make it my priority to pay attention and take action on my dreams. Oh, Ty, such a beautiful note to end on. Where can people find you if they'd like to learn more about dreams and uh, have yeah. you actually coach them on their dreams? Yeah, so uh, Instagram is at underscore soul underscore dreamers with an S. Uh, so it's underscore soul underscore dreamers. Uh, website is soul dash dreamers with an S dot com. So soul dash dreamers. And yeah, I have a four week self-study program where again, you have access to myself and other dreamers uh, to get support while you go through that on your own. Uh, so you're not on your own. And also I do you know, private sessions as well. Lovely, Ty. Such a pleasure having you. I'm so super excited by our conversation that I'm actually I'd love to have you back for an episode if you can consider us at some point when time allows you to actually do a guided meditation which people can use at night to help them trigger the dream space. Sure, I'd love that. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat. 
Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed the show. Just a reminder that this podcast is for information purposes only. This is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or otherwise qualified health professional. This information is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you are looking for personal help on your health journey, do seek out a medical practitioner. Please do make your own healthcare decisions based upon your research and in partnership with your doctor or otherwise qualified healthcare professional. It is in no way intended as medical advice as a substitute for medical counseling or as treatment or cure for any particular health condition. Be sure to always work directly with a qualified health practitioner before making any changes to your diet or lifestyle. that may feel out of your realm of comfort or understanding if you are looking for an allied functional medicine practitioner do seek out more information on www.phytothrive.com or www.sleepwhisperer.pro it is important that you have someone who is qualified and understands your health personally in order to provide adequate care especially when it comes to chronic health conditions Thank you.